In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney. Here is your top story. St. Joseph City Commissioners are seeking a $2 million grant to help complete a reconstruction project on Upton Drive from the St. Joseph River to Mominy Drive. Monday, City Engineer Tim Zebelt told City Commissioners that the city has previously made two attempts to secure grants for the work and failed, although a new opportunity has arisen from the Federal Economic Development Administration. The project will involve more than rebuilding the road. We're also going to replace the wastewater force pane that goes from the Edgewater lift station and pumps underneath the St. Joe River to an interceptor that then, of course, conveys that to the wastewater treatment plant. That's a really critical piece of infrastructure. It's near the end of its useful life. That equipment also carries all the wastewater from the city north of the river and from the Benton Harbor water plant. Zebel told us that the cost of the work will be about $6.8 million dollars. Grants the city is seeking would cover $3.75 million. The city will pick up the rest. He says he's hopeful for the grant as the city can't raise rates any further as resources are stretched thin as several infrastructure projects have taken place in the last few years. If the city's grant is approved, the work would start about this time next year and be done in 2024. Marion Springs High School has unveiled its new arts and athletics center to the public with a two-day celebration featuring tours of the 72,000-plus square foot facility a jazz band performance and ribbon-cutting ceremony. From students and teachers to coaches and administrators, everybody in the community was thrilled with the finished project. Superintendent David Eichberg explains why the district embarked on the project. We not only built the facility to meet the current need, but to try to anticipate future needs. And the hope was that we were good stewards with the money that we were given by the community. We invested that money well, not only for today, but the future. So the facility is built to, to hopefully address future needs and future growth in the district. The athletic complex features practice space for up to three teams at one time. It includes 20 basketball hoops, more locker rooms, and a fitness and weight room facility. The Performing Arts Center will provide classroom and performance spaces for choir, band, and drama. Mark and Van Buren and Southwest Michigan College are getting together this month for a forum on the future of the Southwest Michigan economy. Mark Van Buren says it's always got its eye on the latest economic trends and forecasts. And the future of the economy panel discussion will be a chance to get some insight from local businesses. The discussion will feature Market Van Buren Director Zachary Morris and leaders from Hydro, Midwest Energy Communications, CHT, and Owens Ames Kimball Company. They'll talk about regional developments like the job outlook over the next five to ten years. The forum will be September 29th starting at 5 p.m. at the Dwajek campus of Southwestern Michigan College. People who want to attend can RSVP online. The Michigan Department of Natural Resources is proposing an increase in the number of Chinook salmon that it stocks in Lake Michigan every year. DNR Lake Michigan Basin Coordinator Jay Wesley tells us the salmon have been in a better position to thrive in the lake. We're now at about 650,000. We'd like to increase that to a million. And it's mostly because we're seeing a little bit better alewife population in Lake Michigan. And alewife are small silvery fish, and that's the primary food source for Chinook salmon. And anglers love to catch Chinook, so we think it's a good time to increase stocking and give the anglers what they want. Wesley says the Chinook salmon population Lake Michigan has generally been down the last 20 years, bottoming out in 2015. as due to invasive mussels depleting resources. However, he says the DNR believes that alewife population creates an opportunity. DNR first checks with other states bordering Lake Michigan and Native American tribes before they move forward. Final step will be a public virtual meeting September 19th. The decision will be made shortly afterward. There are lots of help-wanted signs in restaurants and retail stores. The founder of Grand Traffers Pie Company, Mike Busley, says the struggle now since their high school and college employees have gone back to school. There's always attrition. 
people are always kind of coming through, but it's just hard to re to refill those positions. We're able to do it, but in some of the shops, the hours are shorter because the shifts, you know, we can't fill the, the full shifts. Bosley says they closed their Rochester Hills location for a month due to staffing shortages and an ownership change. It's back open. They're offering a free piece of buy this week with any comfort food purchase. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.